They tried to stop them. They burned them. They shot them. They gave them bad reviews on iTunes, but they kept coming back every time. Better, stronger than ever. This year, they are back again. And this time, it's personal. The Attack of the Killer Podcast Awards, Part 2. Our top 10 year and best of 2022 on this episode of Attack of the Killer Podcast. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> Excuse me. Hi, everybody. Welcome to part two of our annual year-end top ten of 2022, our favorites in 2022 horror. Last episode, we covered ten through six, and now we're getting down to the nitty-gritty. Things are going to get real oh. as we go through our top five. We will each share from our list and discuss, fil- discuss those films. Now, we're all friends, hanging out. Talking about horror movies, so there's probably going to be spoilers. Just going to warn you, it may happen, all right? If you like this show, support it. Put your money where your mouth is. (laughs) And go to jointheattackers.com, where you can pick the tier that best suits you to become an attacker. Now, an attacker is a member of the Attack of the Killer podcast family where you can help support the show and get all kinds of cool stuff from bonus episodes, our video series, uh, original art by me. Are you laughing because I said series? Yeah. Yeah. And so much more. So go to jointheattackers.com and support the show and become an attacker. Do it now. Jointheattackers.com. Well, you can wait till the episode's over. But go to jointheattackers.com. All right. <laughs> and now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to introduce you to the podcast crew. He got down on one knee and handed his now wife the ring. He takes movie night very, very seriously. Andy, everybody. <laughs> hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Spoilers, his number one film of the year is called Laxative. Scared the crap out of him. Jason. <laughs> Dang it. Poop jokes always win. Uh, God, I'm so excited to be here. It's the top five. We're going to finally know. Thanks for listening. What are we going to know? The top five. Our oh, top five. What the hell's Dustin been watching? It's, I can't wait. <laughs> or somebody else that, I'm not, that we don't know. He watched that movie about two people who go camping in the woods and are killed in their sleep. He couldn't finish it, though. He said it was too intense. Tad. So many intense jokes. Come on. Thanks for listening, guys. (laughs) I'm excited. Top five. Woo. He watched that horror movie involving a camera and a window blind. He said the movie was on shutter. Dustin. (laughs) What's up, everybody? Speaking of Shudder, it's our sponsor, guys. Yeah. You need Shudder in your life. And you can do that by signing up for Shudder. Now, Shudder is the streaming service for all things horror. Still not convinced? Well, tell you what, 
We'll give you a month for free. How about them apples? Free? Free. A month for free. Is there like a code or something? Yes. Funny you ask. Enter our own very personal private promo code AOTKP. There you go. I just gave it to you. <laughs> there, Thank in you. your You're face. You're welcome. And get a month of Shutter for free. Okay. We'll wait. Jeez, so aggressive. We'll do wait it. Till you, uh, do do it. it now. All right, guys. I just want to get through all that so we can get to the top five. I'm so excited. How do we feel about the list so far? Yeah, should we each recap? Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Probably should have done that at the end of the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was taking notes. Oh, good. Because every year you're like, send me your lists. And then yeah. three weeks later, so. we you know, find where we wrote it down and send it to you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, so I've been taking notes just for you, sir. Okay. So Jason had hatching at number 10, glorious at number nine, pearl at number eight, X at number seven and Northman at number six. Tad's number 10 was bodies, bodies, bodies. Nine was nope, nope, nope. Eight was hatching, hatching, hatching. Come on. Seven was the sadness. <laughs> and six was Christmas, bloody Christmas. Andy had black phone at number 10, smile at number nine, pearl at eight, seven, glorious, and six, the sadness. Dustin had mad God at number 10, smile at number nine, pray at number eight, seven was the sadness. Six was Halloween ends. And then me, 10 was nope. Nine was Terrifier 2. Eight was the sadness. Seven, black phone. And six is glorious. Okay, place your bets for the top five, people, because it's time. Let's start off with Jason. What is your number five film of the year, 2022? Oh my gosh, it's, uh, we mentioned it last episode, but uh, I'm pretty excited about a new movie with a giant alien. I'm talking about Prey! Yay! Yeah, man, it was great for all those reasons. I, I For me, uh, uh, the thing I, I mean, besides the Predator stuff and, and it being a unique way to tell an old story, um... I loved it a lot because of the Native American stuff. That's been oh, a, yeah. mm-hmm. a big thing for me in my life, and and um, I've just always been interested in it. So it was super cool for them to just make it such a big part of this movie. And it almost I, Tad, weren't you telling me they did a an audio version of this film, like in the, well, there is a Comanche like yeah. dub yeah, on here, that's right? Uh, but. They were trying, the director was trying to get it filmed like originally in Comanche with like an English dub. And of course, uh, the powers to be were like, sorry, that's like one thing we can't bend on. So, but you can watch it with the Comanche dub on Hulu. Yeah, it's cool. That's cool as shit. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, great gore, great story. Uh, It was, it's so fun. Um, yeah, yeah, man. Cast too, that that lead is. Yeah, amazing. She was so 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 good. And yeah, like you almost it I mean everything that's going on is so involving. It's like you almost don't even need the predator, but it's still cool when he shows up. And I like the look of him too. It's definitely a different look. Yeah. Uh 
yeah. like more of a skull for the for the for the mask part. And they did all the predator things you want with the lasers okay. and the you know, hunting <laughs> and the and the we, b- blood, green blood and the you know, know the things. Brian Clark is listening, going, Oh, I hated the design, it was awful or whatever, but yeah. I thought it was cool. Yeah, too I many, liked it. Too I, I loved it. Yeah, man. You just trying to trying to get on Brian Clark now? Is that <laughs> yep. Get him. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. Just kidding. <laughs> we love you, Brian. Yeah, of course. All right, Tad, what's your number five? My number five has been, uh, I think almost all of these uh, have been mentioned, but uh, my number five is Ty West's X. I, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, having Ty West back is such a uh, great thing for horror and for filmmaking in general. It's just, uh, he feels like a filmmaker's filmmaker, if that makes any sense. Uh, just... Loved it. So much fun. Love uh, Kid Cudi. I thought was really good in it. And we have Jenna Ortega and just a great cast and a really cool, fun, unique story. And yeah, X. Really cool. Not much else to say about it. I do love this one as well. Um, I don't think it did. I think it got bumped from my top ten, unfortunately. But uh, very, very awesome. Very solid. Really bummed I didn't get to see this or Pearl in the theater, but oh well. Shit happens. Andy, number five for you. Um, my number five, uh, as you know, it's been mentioned before, there's a lot of crossover going here, but um, mine's a little higher than uh, than others. Uh, my, It is Hatching. Yeah. I, you know, I really, really enjoyed this. Uh, just... You know, just uh, between, you know, when just basically what everybody said. I mean, I I don't know if we if I can elaborate more than what's you know what we've what we've already talked about. Uh, just a great, like Tad said, a coming of age movie. Um, it, I think it's it's my only foreign film on my list. But oh no, uh, other than the sadness, excuse me. But um, yeah, it's. Yeah, not much more can be said. I really enjoyed it. I will say this. How how cool is it that, like, this weird movie about a girl, like, incubating an egg, <laughs> it, it all, we, like, all bonded on it. Like, it, it just keeps coming up. Yeah. Like, what are the odds? I guess that says how, you know, great it is, is that it's making our list, so. And, and I guess looking at it now, it's almost like uh, the, the ending should have was kind of foreshadowed because like you know how when twins have like they can feel each other's pain yeah you know and then whenever she would like slap herself you know the it would hurt it would hurt like her her bird twin or whatever you want to call it <laughs> uh it's it, i guess we should i guess we should have seen that you know almost sort of kind of coming but um but yeah just it's so unique it's it's probably the most most unique thing that I've seen all year, you know, other than maybe um, uh, everything everywhere all at once. But I mean, that's a completely different genre. But yeah, definitely. Number five with a bullet hatching. You could say hatching flew under the radar. Oh. <sighs> now you're starting to talk like Mike. That's right. It's the one really, uh, yeah, hatched out of nowhere. Oh, somebody make an example <laughs> out of him. <laughs> 
Oh, uh, okay. I'm exhausted. <laughs> Walking on shells here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Please let it stop. You're making Mike so happy. Quit I it. am. <laughs> I just want to say what a time we live in when it comes to movies that we get such weird concepts anymore. Like stuff that uh, I'm not trying to pun, but wouldn't fly like <laughs> even even maybe like a decade ago, right? You know, so 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 such a cool time to get such bizarre. It's like it, it's almost as if well, everything else has been done. Let's 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 do a movie about a bird twin. Yeah, <laughs> we're treated we're treated with shit coming out of left field big time. Right? Yeah. Number five for you, Dustin. Uh, my number five. Uh, I uh, I went in completely blind again. Um, uh, Barbarian. Oh, nice. Yeah, finally makes it. For, I was gonna say, it's yeah. his first time mentioned. This one tonight. must be pretty high up on people's list because we haven't talked yeah. about it yet, or maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just thought this was a lot of fun. I I saw uh, Tad. I saw you on social media. And Tad wouldn't you, shut up about it. But like, <laughs> but other people as well saying go in blind. Yep. And typically, yes. I, I when I see that, I you know I I I, I normally will. But um, I saw this from multiple people saying go in blind on Barbarian. So I, I, I kept it away. I kept it away until it became available on streaming and uh, watched it and had no idea at all what to expect. And I was kind of blown away by this <laughs> at some yeah. point. Um, I mean, it's wow. Uh, so many different. Um, Gosh, I don't even know uh, how to explain this. Uh, maybe one of y'all can help me out, but like, because um, it, it's you would think it's starting out to be, um, you know, man bad at the beginning, you know, right? Uh, right. Well, that's uh, a mi- huge misdirection. Huge yes. misdirection, and that's why it is so important to go into this movie blind because it's... that first, that first, you know, however long that is, it is it is such an edge of your seat tension because. You know something's going to happen, and something's not quite right between these two. And but it's none of that, and it's amazing that it just like just totally goes in the left field. Yeah, the plot is very sleight of hand. You know, when it when it happens, it's 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 very effective. Yeah, uh, the funny thing is, like I was telling everyone, you know, go in blind, and I saw this trailer before like four different movies, and. Bless Disney, out of all people, like all places, <laughs> they picked this up, and no. they knew exactly how to handle this. Like, uh, they they knew that this was going to be something that would be popular by word of mouth. So they made the, well, the trailer was like it, it only it, they made it out to be like that first like quarter of the movie that we're all talking about with Skarsgård. That was the movie. They do never once included Justin Long in any of the promotion. No. Uh, yeah. Alluded to anything more than this being sort of like a tense sort of, uh, I don't want to say the T word, the, the, a tense <laughs> uh, movie in this house. Like, And genius marketing. To, to Even if you did see the trailer, it was a surprise. Um, the director is one of the whitest kids you know, Zach. And... Uh, 
he talked that he tried to sell this to A24 and they didn't really get it. And out of all the places he shopped it to, Disney was like, oh, this is really cool. Like we could build this could be like a thing where we market it without, you know, mentioning anything about the second half and let it build on its own. And credit to whoever in that yeah. department saw the saw the potential and went with it and thank them so much for that because it's been so long since I've been in a theater full of people that all gasped and were like, Oh, what the fuck are we watching? You know, and then <laughs> la- laughed and cheered. And it was a blast watching this in a, in a pretty full theater, uh, like opening weekend. I think it just came out of left field. What a, what a crazy balls to the wall movie. That's an amazing story about the Disney thing. Like, yeah. Wow. Disney outcooled a 24. Yeah, in that in that yeah, case, like listening. they they saw the potential. Yeah, that's wild. That's so bizarre. Such such a bizarre like world yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, see, when I when I heard that, you know, I knew it's like a technically a Fox movie, and I was like, oh, maybe this is one that like Fox filmed and then Disney bought Fox. But no, like this was made by Disney after they had purchased Fox. So, wow, really cool. Did we kind of get at what you were uh, getting at there, Dustin, as far as... Yeah, I, I was just trying to not, I guess, blow it. I mean, I didn't want to... Yeah, it's it, really hard. ...give too much away because I it would be a disservice to the people who haven't seen it. I think it's, again, you got to go in blind. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, so that leaves me with my number five. It's been brought up a few times and actually... Wait, who... Who had it at the same time? My number five is Prey as well. Mm. Me. Oh, that's you right. Me, buddy. You me. Same uh, one brain. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Loved it too. I said it before. Not the biggest Predator film fan. Um, just not just not my genre, uh, but uh, not my franchise. But I loved this one. This is my favorite Predator movie. Loved it, loved it, loved it. And this should be the direction of... You know, these kind of franchises, like a Predator or an Alien, um, just dropping those creatures into yeah, completely give me different a, environments. A Western, give me a Victorian era yeah, Predator. <laughs> yeah. And it could easily be done. You Have know? them take on Jack the Ripper or something. Yep. You could do anything, man. It's, you know, just, I just hope, yeah, they don't over, just do that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Dude, this is, uh, I think, an exception. Like, hopefully, you know. Well, it, know. more of, like, outside-the-box thinking. Yeah, right, I know what you're saying. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. What a concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's back to you, Jason, because it's time for our number fours. All right, I'm pretty excited about my number four because it hasn't been brought up at all yet. Ooh, and nice. And I checked the list, and we've all seen it, so... Either it's not on it. It's probably not going to be on any of your lists. But man, I freaking loved it. Um, it is called Watcher. Nice. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. A young American woman moves with her husband to Bucharest and begins to suspect that a stranger who watches her from the apartment building across the street may be a local serial killer decapitating women. This fucking movie has hands down the best cinematography of the year, in my Gorgeous. opinion. That gets my vote. Yeah. Um, just watch the trailer and watch it for cinematography. You're just like, fuck, they just 
went to goddamn town on it. And this uh, this girl in here, uh, the the main lead girl, one she's gorgeous, but like man, <laughs> makeup what a, Monroe. Yeah, yeah. From it follows, and uh, she, uh, you're just you're just the fish out of water. She's you're stuck with her through this, and no one believes her, and and just uh, for me. This feels like a modern Roman Polanski film. Oh, nice call. You yeah. know, I mean, not just for the apartment. Or Hitchcock very much, too. <laughs> but, I, was, uh, yeah. I was thinking Brian De Palma, too, possibly. But, yeah, it has some De Palma feel to it as well, just mm-hmm. for the quality cinematography. Um, um, but, yeah, man, it's it just, it's got such great... Um, slow scenes i know you guys love that but a slow i do i, I know do. you do i, but really I always like look it. at mike when i say well things. comparative to when i usually complain about that shit i was really invested in in this and I, there's a difference they to do me, it, there's they, a difference in yeah. what they do here compared to what they when do, I usually they do this it. amazing job of setting up this silhouette you know in this window mm-hmm. and they just take their time getting to him and and building up this character and if he's even really part of our story or not and like, is she just freaking out blah 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 and then by the end they do such a great job of of like well, we get to meet this person and you're like oh maybe the movie's like oh maybe maybe yeah, he's maybe. actually not a bit maybe yeah, it is maybe this in all her just brain. her yeah. yeah and like it really fucking convinces you and you're like well oh, yeah. you. yeah and you know, and, and and there's like scenes on the fucking subway. You're just like, fuck! I, I don't know. Is he bad? Is he good? Is so oh good? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What, is it even him? Is it another you, person? You find out with her. Oh, I know. Yeah, the movie does that's such great. a great job. That's, that's really good. That's really effective. Yeah, of taking you along with her and and man, what a fucking ending! I just I won't say anymore. But goddamn it, yeah. There's Intense. a Jesus. Yeah, the, the, when it, uh, yeah, I I might have jumped off the couch when <laughs> when that big bang happens. But uh, my gosh, I I loved this movie a lot. Yeah, it's really great Watcher. movie, absolutely. And I I love your guys's comparisons to Polanski, Hitchcock, De Palma, very much. I I totally agree with you with Polanski because I mean it was very Rosemary's Baby. How not even. You know, her and own husband was believing. Husband, yep. You know, yeah. can't trust him after halfway through the movie. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, maybe he's a shit too. Okay. And there's so many layers of claustrophobia with this film too, and isolation, especially the isolation piece. You know, she she feels isolated because she's in that apartment alone all the time, but doesn't speak the language. Even on a bigger level, yeah. where she's completely out of her element. This is lost in translation for horror. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, it's directed by Chloe Okuno. Okuno, and uh, this is uh, oh, she did a segment in VHS ninety four. Oh she, wow! She also did oh. an episode of Let the Right One In TV series. So okay, you know, Something somebody for. to keep an eye out for. She's for got sure. a pedigree. Yeah, yeah. yeah so she's yeah. doing stuff. Nice to have a female director. Yeah, eighty seven, born in eighty seven. Goddamn kids making movies these days, Mike. <laughs> yeah, fuckers. <laughs> All right. But yeah, The Watcher, I loved it. Yeah, it was really good. It didn't make my list because um, yeah. it's pretty bleak <laughs> no. throughout the whole thing. It's just, but it's great. It is a great movie. So, so Tad, what's your number four? 
uh, one that's been mentioned several, several times. It's Prey. Uh, Yay. And again, like you, Mike, I... I think the first Predator is fine. I do not at all care for Predator 2 in the Alien vs. Predator movies. Ugh. But uh, <laughs> a completely fresh take on this character that blew me away. What a great film. Uh, I was lucky enough to see it at my friend Blake's house, and he has like a 100-inch screen with, you know, projector, 4K projector with, you know, way too many speakers and see it see it close to a theater as i could and uh fucking awesome i mean when he's cloaked and the blood's dripping down him and yeah just so many cool moments in this and and the cinematography in this is beautiful and the time period just what a cool idea and to let them run wild with it and not keep predator where he's been stuck you know it's second movie they're like we'll take him out of the jungle put him in the city well this one concrete jungle yeah (laughs) and to take him here is wow and and to do it so well you know this again sort of like hatching could have been really bad in the wrong hands and it wasn't bad at all i my only gripe is i didn't hit theaters it should have been in theaters should have uh, totally been in theaters yeah and you know, for such big landscape shots and beautiful cinematography, it just, right. I'm, I, I was, yeah, I was lucky to see it on a sort of big screen, but to see, I want to see this in the IMAX. Give it to me, man. Mm, yeah. Gorgeous. So. Love this, it. This movie, because what's great about it, it's not just, you know, putting Predator in a period time. It is, it has... No look and feel comparative to any other Predator movie. It's right. just—it's a completely yeah. different movie that happens to have a Predator in it. For Christ's sakes, like the title—the yeah. title doesn't even have the word Predator in it. So uh, you know what other franchise strays that much from its from its you know original concept than than that? You know. So anyway, yeah, it's great. It's awesome. That was Tad's number four was Prey. And speaking of number four, Andy. (laughs) My number four has also been mentioned, and it is X. Yeah. Uh, Just everything from, you know, just happening on this farm, just, you know, with the alligator death. I mean, the kills in the barn. I mean, hell, even with, you know... The guy getting shot with the shotgun. I mean, that guy walking around in his tidy whities looking for, you know, uh, uh, I guess it's what, what, what's Mia Goth's. I know she plays two characters in this movie. What One of them's Pearl and uh, what, what was the other? I forget. I can't, I can't. Well, he's looking for her and he steps on that rusty ass nail and that's just made me cringe. It's like, oh God, tetanus up the ass. And just uh, this is the worst place to have tetanus, by the way. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, her stabbing that guy in the neck, and you know, I mean, just I mean, and then Pearl getting run over with the van. Jesus, <laughs> that's just 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 brutal. I am I am very much looking forward to the third movie in this series, but uh, you have to watch Pearl in order to figure the what figure out which one that is, but. Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely love this this series and and these characters in this, and that's why Ty West appears two times on my list. Number four, X. 
Awesome. Awesome. Hey, Dustin. What's up? How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. You know what I want to know? What? What's your number four? <laughs> My number four is fresh. Hey, <laughs> nice. nice. I love this movie. I will I will never look at freshly grated Parmesan <laughs> on a Ooh. human meatball ever the same. Like I I go to bed at night thinking about that melting Parmesan on that meatball in that movie because I can't get it out of my fucking head. And I knew that's why it had to be high up on my list because it's it's in my head. I couldn't stop thinking about it. Um, it's a $30,000 meatball, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, just the, this this upper echelon of people that eat other people, to me, is sounds so plausible. Like, this, <laughs> there's probably some people out there who do that fucking shit. Yeah. Um, I also love Sebastian Stan. I I love he to see really a Marvel a Marvel character get yeah. break away from that. Um, you know we don't get to see that as much, other than people who maybe were already somebody before they entered their Marvel universe, right? Like ScarJo. Um, you know she can go on and do whatever she wants, but like Sebastian Stan kind of had his like, uh, you know his career breakthrough with these Marvel movies. And I think it's hard to break away. And this was so good. I thought he got to expand, it, you know, yeah. and kind of like stretch out a little bit in this role as this psycho doctor who operates on people uh, to get their flesh and feed it to these billionaires. Um, also, I just absolutely love that in like the 30 or 45 minute mark, they bring up the title. It's like, bam, fresh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's got such a long intro. It's like, you think yeah. like the, the 2009 Friday the 13th intro had a, was right, long. Right. This is like nothing. <laughs> You're like halfway through the movie before the fresh comes up and I'm like, oh, yeah. yes. Oh, when I, when that came up, I'm like, okay, this is definitely in my top 10. I just need to figure out where it's going to be um it you know you in these movies no matter you know what the gender is of the of the the main protagonist you kind of put yourself in those situations like what would i do in this situation and i'm not sure i could do what she does which i'll spoil a little bit but to gain the trust of sebastian stan because she's held prisoner in this like modern type home she starts eating meals with him that are made out of human. Um, uh, and Did she eat I like just, one of her roommates, like right. you know, the, like right, like right next door, like part of her. Exactly. Um, I don't think I could do that, y'all. I don't think I, that would that, that would be incredibly hard. I mean, I know she does. Versus the alternative. <sighs> oh. I don't know. Slice movie's I mean, so hard. She, she did ask yeah. him, like, is this me? Yeah, yeah. She you know, oh, is, Jesus. Like, am I eating my ass? Some of the humor, yeah. Oh. Dark, very dark humor, but, like, her character, it's it, just good chemistry between the two also. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, they, they're very believable as, you know, he does such a good job of, like, sucking her in. And, you know, the whole nice guy thing. And then it's like, well, you're going to go spend a weekend with them. Even, you know, it's, it's, I, I thought there were some similarities between this and a wounded fawn uh, with a, oh, yeah. you know, meeting yeah. a man, him get, gaining uh, their trust and then taking them out somewhere to do something. They're very similar in that. 
Um, I did like Fresh a little bit better though, just because it was a little bit more compact and Me had too. a great had a great yeah. end. Uh, you know, uh, on what happens. But yeah, I mean, I, I just had a good time with it, and I've uh, the like I said, the more I think about something, especially right before I'm going to sleep, uh, is going to be on my list, and it's going to be high up on my list, and I can't stop thinking about that fucking part. I can't eat spaghetti anymore and gray <laughs> parmesan and watch it melt and not think about that fucking human meatball. <laughs> when you when you mention like the upper echelon that he's like you know making these meals for these people it, it almost kind of makes me think like this could be like part of the, like the hostile universe yeah right. a little bit there's like a scene where he cuts like a really thin piece of meat and it almost looks like cured meat like yeah uh, and he like eats it and it's like it's like translucent because he cuts it so thin he eats it like raw I was hungry when I saw that. I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh no. no. Like, yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, am I one of these people? Like, yeah. oh no. But, uh, I, I, it made me like, it's just Sebastian Stan was so fucking great in this. Like, he's funny and charming and crazy and wild. Yeah. And there's like a, a weird dance scene later after he cuts off her mm-hmm. butt and like, you yeah. know, and, and, you were sort of along the, uh, at least I was sort of fooled where I'm like, is she really like gaining his trust to betray him down the road? Or is she still like, so enthralled by his charm that she's yeah. really falling back for him after she knows what a monster he is. And then, uh, yeah, I don't want to spoil too much. I was, uh, yeah. I, I feel like I, I could talk about it this one off air, but, uh, this almost made my top 10. It was, it's, it was it's very a damn close. good movie. Yeah. I got to be honest, though. Like, you told me this was hard to get through for you, Jason, I, I, and I'm curious. Yeah, like I, I think it's just a personal thing. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just this thing I um, realizing more about myself lately, and it and it shows by the amount of movies I watched this year versus non horror. But like, I don't know. I'm just I feel like I'm getting more sensitive um, to life and things. And, like, I fucking I almost turned it off, man, when they got to the, we'll call it cabin, I guess, or the house. Like, because I was, I, I didn't really know. I didn't pick it up on the title or anything. I didn't really look into it. I just went in blind. And, and so I was, like, all in on this love story. Surprise, right, shocker? <laughs> and uh <laughs> Oh no. Yeah. So like I mean <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm like so happy for her. Oh and like the second it turns, I'm just like, fuck this movie. Go fuck yourself. I hate you. <laughs> and I reached for the remote and I, I really wanted to just turn it off because I'm but, like, I can't emotionally handle this. They gave That's what it's aiming for though, right? And, and, and oh, yeah. I admit it's because it, they did so fucking good at it, you know? And and, uh, and and that still isn't enough, but I don't know why I just powered through it. But like, I can say now that I think the ending was so fun I mean, and fucking crazy, yeah, shit, and <laughs> nuts out outside. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I think that was worth it. You know, like it, it, it went somewhere more fun, I guess. Um, I know the end, I, it wasn't it, necessarily in the same. I probably should have like given you a trigger warning because I know your ex had her butt eaten by a guy. You know, man, I try to. 
raise awareness <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> if you go back and and look, then one thing that I noticed, like when our our lead and Sebastian Stan meet in that supermarket and she's standing by the produce, the above sign in the background actually says fresh meat Aww. which i think is is it's really kind of cool when you go back and look at it it's just like it's very very subtle yeah so yeah it's good i, I couldn't put it on my list but i i'm i'm glad everybody liked it and it, it it's a damn good movie if you can handle it i guess <laughs> it's just tough for me okay well my number four this is a first one mentioned Ooh. Uh, as well uh, VHS 99. Oh, yeah. nice. You just love your VHS. I do. I do. But this one, I don't know. It was just a lot of fun, man. I thought it was, I thought it was really funny. Um, I don't know. I don't think there was a, there was, I don't think there was a segment that I hated. Um, I mean, there was, you know, some that were not as strong as the others and some of them get really weird in parts, which I really appreciate. And I know we've discussed this film already, and it's still kind of shocking to me. And some of the ones that you guys disliked that ended up <laughs> probably being my favorites. Like that final one still with the two guys that end up in hell. Uh, I just I thought it was a lot of fun. So you put it on your list to plead funny. your case some more on this. On Maybe. This I don't know. <laughs> I, just, I just really like this, uh, this, it, this uh, VHS uh, I think, I don't know, it's just, the more it sits with me, the more I like it, and the more I think I liked it better than the one before. And I know that's controversial, because I think you guys all liked 96 way better than than, uh, than this one. But we haven't heard Dustin's take yet, so that's... That's true. The, for VHS 99? Yeah. yeah. It didn't make my list. Uh, I, yeah, I just, I liked the the one before it a little bit more. Me um, too. I, I really wanted to I like agree. this one. I mean, because I, I love the VHS um, series, and I think we might have even talked about it last year. It's like, well, they're good on just about every other one. And as far as I'm concerned, you know, they're kind of, they were kind of due for... They're on the bad one. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying it is bad. I'm just saying I didn't enjoy it that much, so... Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just weird. You guys are all kind of on the same page about it, and I elevate it more higher than that. So I don't, I don't know why it is. Hey, that's. I'm glad it worked for you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, so that's what we call number four. <laughs> in the top industry. three. In top the industry. Three. Yeah. Top three. Here we go. Three. We are into the top three. Uh oh. It's getting <laughs> intense around here. Jason, what's number three for you? Oh, man. I'm so, so happy. This movie is so fun, and I loved it. It was mentioned once. One person has mentioned it before, but um, I might say something controversial here. I guess I'll say it after I introduce it, but uh, I fucking loved the new Hellraiser. Sweet. Mm. Um, I think that only has been... An honorable mention. It's that was on my on, that yet. was my honorable yeah. mention. All yeah. right. Well then, I dug it. Yeah, man. Like I, so I I I know it's like all the uh, fanboys or all the all the horror nerds are 
you know, might take away my card, but I know it's sacrilegious to say, and I know how much I love part one and two, but this might be oh. a better movie than the originals. I mean, as a Bold movie. Statement. Yeah, I think it's fucking just better written, and I think everything about it's great. This, the Cenobites, the, the girl and her torment and her addiction, struggling with addiction, and... And just how they unfold the puzzle of the puzzle box, uh-huh. and and you what really it all means, it. and it's just it feels so much more solid of a story than those sure. than any one that's come before. And not that I'm saying uh, Cenobites are sexier when the girls, uh, you know, are nothing, but she's pretty great. But they're kind of <laughs> andro- They're supposed to be androgynous. But yeah, all the we got to see a little more Cenobite, how they're made, how fucking fucked up that shit is. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, and uh, you get and, a deep dive into the box and how it operates and what yes. you know, so yeah. what yeah, it means. So all of that is great, adding to the lore. Finally, yep. Without that like being a backstory movie, this is just a straight kind of remake, really, kinda. I, and, I, uh, I still see it as an. I don't, yeah. yeah. But yeah. then it, um, and then ultimately, like I said when we talked about it before, is that the score really brought it all together. Mm-hmm. As in, you know, it's just such a iconic part of this franchise and film, and so just all the way around, uh, uh, I fucking loved it. I can't recommend it enough. Yeah, I'm with you. I really like it too. Um, I like. I like the house aspect of it, like uh, Andy mentioned at, when we did our honorable mentions. That whole kind of thirteen ghosts feel it has mm-hmm. of being a being a big kind of puzzle box in and of itself, and being a trap for the mm-hmm. for the Cenobites. Cenobites were great. Um, I I felt like they were a little too polished looking. If I can give anything to any previous installments and just how more fleshier the Cenobites look. <laughs> meaty meaty mm. chunks that they they look you know that some of the cenobites it, 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 it right looked, they're even more stylized look, than and yeah well clean. it looked a little too clean like it a little too like streamlined it, maybe. it didn't yeah. it didn't I, I didn't feel the pain and disgust Ooh. of of what us what a you know yes the transformation scenes yes but uh but you know some of those cenobites just it didn't look like torn meaty flesh to me as much as say like you know, chatterer in the first one or what have you, but, but, uh, yeah, uh, but definitely a lot of great, I, I feel like this is the most Cenobite action we've ever seen. Even when, you know, even compared, you know, you talk about how it's controversial that this is better than the first two. And I'll give it to you. I mean, that, you know, first two is always going to have a special oh, place hands in all of our Absolutely. hearts. You know, but uh, I can give it to you because, like, my biggest complaint always, it's as much as I love to, yeah. is is and how how much of a little you know pussy fight that scene oh, is. Here comes the chains. Look out! Yeah, it's like oh, Look finally out. some some showdown with Cenobites and this doctor guy, and it lasts like two seconds yeah. and, and yeah. pin it. You know, so like we finally get like some real Cenobite action going on in this movie and it's great and it but it's still true to how these Cenobites interact they're still yeah. like slow and and you know it's but the it, gothy yeah. and everything. yeah 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 there you mm-hmm. go that's a good good word my number 3 hellraiser 
Sweet. So, Tad, what's your number three? No surprise. It's been mentioned. Barbarian. Loved oh, it. Yes. Uh, and, like, and, and like I mentioned earlier, like I feel like these top three can all sort of be interchangeable and depending on the day. This was the most fun I had at a theater all year. Uh, what a, like I said, like it, like without spoiling things, when th- shit starts hitting the fan in this movie, like usually I hate when the audience makes noise, but in this scenario, they were all reacting to the movie cool. as they should, as we all are in- yeah. internally, but they, it was like so wild that they had to let it out. And it's like, man, it's, I sort of missed that, you know, in the last two years without people in theaters, it was like, we're all having fun. We're all on a roller coaster, I mm-hmm. guess would be the best way to say it. And, and uh, that was a fun roller coaster, man. Uh, we just don't get movies like this much anymore. And I hope that studios will take some more risks after seeing how well and well received something like this was. So barbarian. And, and also to call back what you said before, not just so much risks in making the movie itself and staying true to that, original vision but also taking risks in things like the advertising of it right yeah not giving away like i I really feel like how they treated it um before its release uh really helped the film because again any spoilers is just gonna throw it off yeah they they understood the mission and uh executed it perfectly and it's just a, a great sort of set of circumstances to put together very well to let this sort of event happen. So, man, I can't believe he pushed her. <laughs> Jesus. I can't believe God, it. God, what a dick. I dick. fucking <laughs> about broke my TV. When that fucking happened. I'm not kidding. I was so pissed oh. off. And, yeah. Oh. I was right there with you. I'm God like, God damn it. Damn that it. doesn't happen. Like, After he was, you know, like, shit, no more than two minutes earlier, he was uh, lamenting about how he needs to change in this little pecker <laughs> head. Never changes. It's, and, it, it's great, though, yeah, when it, it happens, it because, is. like, you just oh. are following him through all this, and you're like, oh, he's becoming a better person. This is his arc. His arc, and then he turns Fuck. out to be even even bigger dick than when he, when he started. So, <laughs> Gotcha. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Good one. Handy. Hey, what? Knock, <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? What's your number three? <laughs> okay. Um, I'm trying to mix it my, up. I'm just like, my number, yeah, but yeah you, you stellar <laughs> job. Um, my number three has been mentioned before, but and it's higher than anybody else has ranked it, but Damn it! I had so much fun watching this. This is, my number three is Christmas, Bloody Christmas. Yes. I love all of, love all of Joe Bago's stuff. Mm-hmm. This, like you said, it's you know just like the Terminator is a slasher film in disguise. This is just a slasher movie in Terminator disguise. <laughs> um, it's uh, and the thing is. I sometimes I just love a nice gory horror film where I can just turn my brain off and just have fun, and this is exactly it. Yeah. Um. It's uh, all the stuff like you guys have mentioned before. It's just all, all the kills, the chemistry between the female and male lead. Um. Jeff Daniel Phillips, you know the asshole deputy. Um. Uh, 
Joe Bagos's uh, ranchero getting run in, run into <laughs> was hilarious. Um, yeah, and it's just and it impl- and it and it includes a lot of stuff that I that you know I just love in my everyday life between record stores, you know, and the movies, and you know how they how they how the you know how these two banter and talk to each other about movies and music, you know, it's just like, that's how, you know, that's, I mean, hell, that's how we, that's what we're doing right now. That's how we interact, exactly. you know? And the, my one gripe would be about it. I just was like, I don't think it needed to have as many endings as Lord of the Rings. Come on. <laughs> because that, I mean, it just, he just keeps coming back and coming back. But I mean, okay. I, I thought maybe it's it was almost, yeah, I almost felt like that was like a joke. Like, he knew, like doing oh, yeah. this, like yeah. just how far can I push this before one more get time? Mad? Okay, one more yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just a like I said, it's a turn your brain off, just have fun, you know, blood and guts, you know, splatter movie, and it's yeah, total fun. Can't say enough good things about it. It's just it's my kind of horror movie, I guess. I'm so happy that it keeps popping up, and I feel guilty that it wasn't in my top ten. You should probably be. It was great. It was so much fun. You must not like fun movies. Oh, though. you so. know what? Okay, whatever. A twenty-four. Dustin, what's your number three? Well, we've already talked about it, but that's the Black Phone. Black Phone. I enjoyed this a lot, and you know what? The most I enjoyed about it is really good kid actors. Yeah. Um, yeah, the kids were good. The brother and sister were amazing. They were believable brother and sister. Um, they like you know the 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 home life that they are brought up in mm. is so believable, and you know it's just a really kind of like a side story with them and their father, which I think it's one of those great supporting subplots that you know that they doesn't matter. Uh, who you are, uh, you know, in that time period that you, you could you could live in this type of household and you're still you could still be somebody who gets kidnapped. It doesn't doesn't matter. Um, uh, like I said, who you are. Uh, I just thought the the dialogue sequences with the black phone were amazing. Uh, again, more child actors uh, doing an amazing job. I don't know how you get like this many kids that are this good uh you know because usually you get somebody and they just kind of blow it you know these all these kids were great um oh, yeah. not to give too much away but yeah black phone i just i it felt like you know i know with joe hill it it still felt like a stephen king i hate to discredit him and say that you know joe you know this joe hill Joe Hill movie felt like Stephen King uh, because it is his story, uh, but man, does it feel like a Stephen King movie? <laughs> like really it's a story, think, yeah. um, you know. But that's a compliment, I, you know. Yeah. It's, it's for sure. Yeah, it feels. It definitely has a Stephen King uh, feel to it, but with a lot less cocaine. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. like Jason talking about having a hard time getting through Fresh, like. To me, the the like kids at home life that was hard for me to watch, you know, and that's a credit to how good those kid actors were. Like I felt so bad for them having that home life, but I also 
was invested in when anything was to happen to them. I'm like, mm-hmm. don't let anything. And I knew, you know, you know, going in that yeah. they're not safe, but it's like, these guys have such a rough home life that f- f- don't fucking touch them. Come on. And then yeah. they have such a good bond, you know, and, uh-huh. and, oh man, like th- such good performances that I'm totally invested when anything happens to them that I'm full in, you know, so good, good, uh, good pick. I agree. Maybe, maybe you guys can help me. Um, I, I'm trying to, so I was going to say like, uh, uh, yeah, I like this movie a lot too and everything, but I couldn't decide. I remember, I remember when we first talked about it. Um, I don't know. How do you guys feel about it? being the supernatural element because like the movie tries does so hard to be real like true crime almost yeah, yeah. but then yeah. like that's probably why it's not my top 10 i just didn't dig that like, part of it is it did they mix it together well does it not i like i i feel like you need not like the kings joe hill and Stephen <laughs> king need a supernatural element to be what they are you know but like uh, I don't know. Like, did it bother you guys at all, or did you feel it was like mixed well? Or, well, me personally, it was a little jarring at first, only because I thought the movie was just going in this realism spectrum. But, uh-huh. um, but at the end of the day, like the stuff that goes on in that basement on the supernatural level is what made me love the movie. Sure. Um, so it's hard to criticize that. Yep. Because all those elements that I keep bringing up, all those elements that get set up for this kid finally to escape. And then you got, like, the other supernatural element of it, which is what goes on with the little sister. And it's hard to bitch about that because she was my favorite character in this movie. (laughs) She kicked ass. How awesome is that? When you have to have your little sister stand up for you. and and Fuck yeah. You know, she was just amazing. She was. That little actress and just that character. I just just love that little girl. And um, that's definitely where it really felt like Stephen King with uh, her character and her abilities. It was very Shining-esque. Yeah. She had the Shining. So maybe it's connected, but, uh, so yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I know what you're saying, but at the same time. Yeah. I just wasn't sure what all you guys thought. Yeah. Well, that's me. I don't know about anybody else. Dustin was on your, your list. What does the supernatural stuff? I mean, you think it was blended okay or. Well, yeah. I mean, I like that. I like I like that. I mean, th- again, I'm I'm kind of with Mike on that. Once that part that stuff started to happen, I was I was in it even more. You're like, oh fuck, look what they did here. Um, and and, and they could have, gosh, I don't want to spoil. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, I can't say what I want to say without spoiling it. Um, um, if if well, we've already mentioned that there's supernatural elements. Um, if they would have came out and we, they would have revealed something that those supernatural right. elements weren't actually there, that they were all just a figment of his imagination. Um, I, 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 would we I think I would have liked than, it yeah. less. Yep. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. It just added a nice new layer to keep it going. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So it was me. Uh, oh, did somebody else have something? 
I just said cool. Cool. No, but okay. Mike, what's yours? Number three. Oh wait, I'm glad you asked. My number three. It's been brought up a lot, <laughs> but I love it more than you guys. Apparently, not as much as Tad, because Tad and I agree. Number three is Barbarian. Woo. Ah. <laughs> oh, and I don't know. Maybe because it's sadly the only film on this list that I got to see in the theater. And that always enhances it. I don't care what anybody says out there. Go to the theater because it makes movies better. But, uh, um, yeah, and the same thing with Tad, you know, getting that crowd reaction to to it. it this would, this movie for me, and this is, this is a slight exaggeration, but this movie to me is everything I wish... Every everything I wish I could it could have been first time seeing Psycho, right? Sadly, we live in a day and age where nobody's going to go into Psycho completely blind, right? You know, it's not going to happen. How much I would love to be able to go back in time and watch Psycho in the theater in 1960 on opening weekend and just with watch that big ass marquee in New York, yeah. And just watch the audience freak out. And I feel like I got that experience a little bit with Barbarian. Getting to see it in the theater with a crowd. That's cool. With a crowd full of, what the fucks? You know? (laughs) So, but beyond that, and we didn't really get into the meat and potatoes, and I'm not going to. I'm not going to spoil. But uh, there's a lot of really, just really cool scenes that go on um, in that second and third act. Uh, cinematography-wise, um, d- doing a good job of building Any, tension. Anytime and you have a long, narrow hallway yes. that's poorly lit, you're just like fuck. Oh, you, yeah, exactly. Nope. I didn't know yep. how far to go with that. But yes, <laughs> that's uh, yeah, knowing that's something's in that. Oh yeah. And we basically are really seeing. You know, you you see like, you know, people in the woods. Sure. And it's creepy and scary, but yet it's oddly very well lit. You don't get that. You were really nope. kind of seeing what Justin Long is seeing or what she's seeing in that hallway. You know there's something down there at the end, but you can't quite make it out. You're not sure. Oh, and I just loved those moments um, in those long hallways. So, yeah, Barbarian is number three for me. But, oh, my God, guys. Yeah. We're in the top two. Top two movies of 2022. What could they possibly be? Jason, what to you is the second best horror movie of 2022? Guys, I'm at a crossroads with all of our friendships. (laughs) And that's because this next film... I've just I've basically spent the last four hours with you fuckers, and like this movie hasn't come up once, not even a mention, not even a anything in passing, and like so I'm just saying, if this movie I'm about to say isn't in your second or first fucking movie, I'm not sure we can be friends anymore. <laughs> is all I'm saying. It's heavy, and I'm talking about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mine was it was in my honorable mentions. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit, not good enough. <laughs> anyway. Uh yeah, new chainsaw movie. I fucking loved it. It's so goddamn good. 
it's uh old old man Bubba and he's just kicking ass. He's just trying to be chill, but no, these fucking kids, these goddamn millennials. <laughs> Every fucking time. Every fucking time. Just can't let an old man hang out. No. Anyway, we uh <laughs> goddamn I love this movie. It's so great and gory and fun and I um yeah. Yeah. Just uh it's great. It's great. It is great. I'm sorry, no, my no, brother. That, it's not in my top ten. That's cool. You know that today marks our last day of our oh, friendship. So that's cool. Matter. We made it this long. <laughs> I thought you liked good horror movies. So. It's a great horror movie. Yeah. It's yeah. so much fun. Yeah. Leatherface in no. full form. No, that's cool. You put VHS ninety nine above <laughs> this. So cool, buddy. <laughs> cool. Anyway, yeah, I uh, love it. It's my number two. I like how. In the trailer, the most cringeworthy moment in the trailer turned out to be the leading into the coolest moment of the whole movie. <laughs> the bus scene? Yeah. Yep. yeah. Yes. In the, the trailer, you see that where they do the whole cancel thing and they're all taking pictures. You're like, oh my God, really? Are we going to go there? But this then is... that leads into the most epic moment of the entire film. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, really, asshole? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just yeah. hold on. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. I will rethink my list from here on out. Ten through <laughs> one is Texas Chainsaw. Well, you know what? I don't even want to hear it. This is number two. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. You call what yourself it? a fan. It's not number one. It's number two. It's pretty good. At least it's on my top ten. Ex-best friend. Whatever. I, I, Just, I uh, guess I could argue and say it. I mean, it feels like a number two. Stop it. Uh-oh. <laughs> No, we talked about it for what two hours on my podcast. So uh, you know, you know how I felt about it. I I enjoyed it. Yep. A lot of people on that bus were probably going number two. (laughs) (laughs) Guaranteed. (laughs) All right. So, Chad, what do you think is the second best horror movie of 2022? Oh man, this is one that has not been mentioned in honorable mentions. Not mentioned anywhere. Uh Uh, This might be one I lose friendships to, but I (laughs) love this movie. And I've actually seen it on, like, worst of 2022 list. Oh, that hurts. Uh, oh, no. But I'm okay with Why? it. I, I It is bones and all. Okay. Uh, I didn't get a chance I, to see it. I haven't it. seen it. Yeah. No, I got to see it. I, yeah, I saw this, like, the last night it was in our theater. Um, I really wasn't sure what to expect. It's from the same writer-director that did the Suspiria reboot and Call Me By Your Name. It has Timothy Charlemagne. Um, oh, that's so good. And uh, the lead, Taylor Russell, is fantastic. Uh, but the real standout performance in this is Mark Rylance. Holy shit. Like, the creepiest fucking thing this year in horror. Uh, he plays his character named Soli. I can't spoil anything. But he made me so goddamn uncomfortable the entire movie. Every time he was on the screen, I wanted to squirm out of my skin and just get out of there. Uh, Jason, I know when you see this, it (laughs) might, yeah, it might make it slither into your list. Uh, but this feels like a Jason movie and, and people are probably listening to this and going, it's not even a horror movie, but, uh, it's about people who eat people. So it starts off in the first couple of minutes with a girl eating someone else's finger. Um, and it is gory and they do not 
skimp on the blood and violence in this. Uh, I'm sort of curious because Dustin's the only other one that saw it, and uh, it, hmm. uh, it, I, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, did you did you hate this one, Dustin? Hmm. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. But I I adored this one. Oh man, it was close to number <laughs> close to number one. I really like this one. Uh, yeah. It's a tad movie. It's artsy and pretty and awesome. But uh, I, I watched I, the trailer as soon as you told me about it. I'm like, fuck, that looks good. Yeah, and it actually had like one of its very first screenings several months. Ago. It was the, the weekend of Halloween Palooza in uh, Iowa City because the writer went to school at University of Iowa. So oh, cool. Uh, so it has some ties here. It played at the. Um, Gosh, Refocus Film Festival. Yeah, so played at the Englert, and they sold that theater out for it. its uh, Midwest premiere. So I highly recommend this. It's beautiful, well-performed, well, great cinema. It has uh, Trent Reznor as the, the score, too, oh, and he fuck. said it's his, his favorite score he's ever oh, done. Wow. Oh, shit. Nice. So if nothing else, you know, great <laughs> score. Um, I love this one. Bones and all, number two. Oscar award winner, Trent Reznor. Yeah. All right, Andy, number two for you. Um, I'm a little bit, you know, I'm a little bit prejudiced because I'm probably like the biggest Predator fan out of the, out of the group (laughs) here, man. I'm going with Prey. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely loved it. The landscapes, the, the, you know, the story, just the way it was shot. I mean, the predator guts a grizzly bear and gorilla presses him over his head <laughs> like the fucking ultimate warrior and showers in his blood. And that's, when, and that's when Andy came. Yeah, right there. Exactly. Right there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I had a freaking boner with a big tomahawk <laughs> on the end of it. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was so happy. I mean, I, it's, it's, it's like... It's just fucking awesome. How could you not like this movie? Yeah, this I mean, should be on the box cover, Randy. Right, Andy's quote. Yeah. yeah. Um, Five tomahawk boners. Yes. Absolutely, absolutely. And it ties into it does tie into Predator 2 with uh the flintlock pistol yeah. which um uh yeah, I, and I like all I like all the Predator movies. Believe, believe it or not, there are some duds. There are some ones that are better better than others. But I always found something that I liked about them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is definitely up there, if not neck and neck with the first one. And I just I've I've always loved that sort of you know that one on one with the underdog. You know this the. Uh, uh, just out there in the elements, and it's just, it's, I've always loved that kind of, uh, you know, killer be killed, you know, storyline. It's just between these, you know, it's just always, it always comes down to these, these, these two, uh, you know, this one big nasty monster against this, you know, very vulnerable person that always, cause is always manages to come out on top after, after all this uh adversity and what is it but it's just another very cleverly disguised slasher film and it's always always going to be effective in my opinion big giant tomahawk boner for number two (laughs) (laughs) 
That might be the funniest thing you've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> All right, Dustin, what's your number two? Well, y'all are probably going to hate me. Um, you say this. Uh, hasn't been mentioned at all, and it probably would oh. not on anybody's list ever. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, I went into watching this movie with my expectations completely in the gutter. Um, I had I I was just watching it just to check mark it off my list, and I ended up really liking it. And that is Orphan First Kill. Oh, nice. <laughs> Um, this actually yeah. doesn't have that too many bad reviews on it. Um, I, like I said, my expectations were going to be in the gutter for this. When I started watching it, they did such a good job because when I when I when I started to play it, I'm thinking, how are they? How did they do this? This is a prequel to Orphan, right? And the actress is a woman now, and I'm yeah. thinking, oh, they're going to use some de aging techniques. They're going to do something with her face that's going to look odd and it'll ruin it they didn't do that i mean if they did i didn't see it they did a really good job of shooting around her with a body double of of an actual little girl and then they used her for like the close-up scenes and you could tell that you know she's older but they did such a good job of shooting around it Uh, that i was impressed with and i was even more impressed with the story i'm thinking okay how how there this is going to go nowhere we know where she ends up we know how uh the 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 first movie uh starts you know the, how how can this be interesting in any way and they do a really good uh a really good story uh it's got julia styles in it i haven't seen her in forever yeah um right? but she plays the um the mother in this and i mean i don't wanna, i don't want to ruin it but they do a a really good job of of making you interested in the story um it doesn't have a very good ending but uh i man i just thought they did a really good job it shot well um you know there's some gore in it obviously and you're as as you're not really on esther's side in the 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 first one uh in this prequel you're kind of on esther's side which they do a really good job of of kind of switching you um, of course, you you would have to be, otherwise it's the same the same movie as the first one. But I had a lot of fun with it. I think if you guys haven't watched it, I think you should at least give it a shot. Um, it's it's not bad, and obviously I liked it enough that I it, it surprised me so yeah. much that That's I awesome. wanted it to be high on my list. So I haven't two. seen either of them. I oh. can't say that I have either. Okay. So my confession um, is. I started watching this, but it was like really late, and I fell asleep <laughs> towards the end. So I did not oh. put it on. I didn't check it off on our on our master list. I'm honest. How noble of you! <laughs> yeah, but I'll I'll tell you, I was really digging when I saw it. it. Probably wouldn't have made my top ten, but I really liked it because I went into it thinking, oh, it's just going to be more of the same of the first movie. Right. And there is a reveal that happens. Yes. Like, in the in the first half of the movie that. Like my jaw hit the floor. I'm like, oh yep. wow, that's awesome. So yep, that's 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 what made the turning point for me. Was this? I guess there's a reveal in the movie. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, nice and original. So it's like because the whole thing starts playing out. The whole first half of the movie plays out like it's like okay, this is just 
we're seeing the same thing. This is mm-hmm. the orphan tropes, you could say. And <laughs> but then it it flips, so it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. But and I need to finish watching it. <laughs> but I think it was like literally was it just I think it was last night. So <laughs> you tried. Oh yeah, I tried. Yeah. <clears throat> Mike, All right. What's your number two? All right, thank you. My number two. So one of the things I sincerely, I'm sincere when I say this, that I love about doing these year-enders is getting to hang out with Dustin. Yes. I don't honestly, I rarely ever get to talk to you anymore. I never get to see you <laughs> anymore. Um, and so many fond memories of hanging out, uh, yeah. hanging out with you. And, and every once in a while, uh, a weird-ass movie will come along that <laughs> just brings back the feelings of being at your place and getting to see Dude Bro Massacre Part yes! 2 for the first time. And how much I love that movie. And how much I love you for introducing me to that movie. But at the same time being jealous that I never get to introduce you to weird ass movies like that. Um, until now. Because this movie reminds me so much of that experience. And... I looked at the list, even double-checked right before I got to talk here to see if you've watched it yet, and oh, you gosh. have not. Okay. <laughs> and my number two movie of 2022 is The Fireplace, yes. a.k.a. Adult Swim's Mule oh, Log. I know what this is. Should've I know known. what this is, and I wasn't able to watch it. <laughs> yes, you, sir, need to see it. It's directed by Casper Kelly, the guy yes, who yes, did Too yes. Many Cooks. And unedited footage of a bear, which is one of my favorite things ever. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And those who don't know anything about the concept, I will share with you the concept that it it's a one of those like screensavery Yule log. Yule log videos videos of of a fireplace. You don't have a fireplace at home and it's Christmas. And you want that crisp, that fireplace feel? I play them every year. Play yeah. a video. Yeah, they they're everywhere, especially on stream, different streaming services. And so it's that, but there is a full length horror movie that happens around this Yule log video, and it's great. <laughs> and it goes off the rails as you expect anything from Adult Swim to do, especially from from Casper Kelly. It goes in so many weird directions. And it, I loved it. I was laughing my ass off, and it's great. And yeah, Dustin, you, if if you love Dude Bro Massacre Part Two, you will love this. If you love Too Many Cooks, you will definitely love this. Yes, it's I on love HBO Max. That guy does. Yeah, yeah. What's the official title? Well, <laughs> Adult Swim Yule Log, but also oh. known as The Fireplace. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fireplace. So, like, I'm, I'm trying to remember. I think IMDb, I found it under, it was it was hard to find because IMDb, I think, had it under Adult Swim's Yule Log, but then um, um, Letterboxd had it under The Fireplace. So, yeah. Hopefully you can find it under either, but just make sure that you see that it's the 2022. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just Jason's don't end like, up watching a Yule log. Yeah, Jason's <laughs> like two hours in, and he's like, God, when's Man, it going to good? When's it going to do the thing? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I will say this. Um, I go in with a certain expectation on things, and I am always open and free to admit that if it doesn't go as I expect it to, it could tarnish it, you know? 
I don't think a lot of people admit that when they watch things and they just instantly say that's, that it sucks. It's one of the biggest problems in people's negative. Yeah. So I'm more than happy to, con- to, to admit that. So I will say there are two moments in this film that I was disappointed at first. Because you go in with the concept and... Oh, man, they didn't it, do the thing. It, yeah. It, it's like, oh, how is this going to play out as a yeah. feature film? And it and it doesn't at first, and then it doesn't... So and it, it doesn't at first, and you're like, oh, that's a bummer. But now we have this. And so if it continues to play out like this... I'm being so cryptic because I really want everybody to watch this. <laughs> Um, but then it does it to me again and I'm like, oh, dang it. But then by that point, it just starts getting weird and typical, you know, Casper Kelly weird and it didn't matter at that point anymore. So, um, correction. I was wrong. Casper Kelly did not do unedited footage of a bear. That was a different director. So just wanted to correct myself there. Awesome. So yeah. there's two people in the world that can do that crazy ass shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. It's just something in the water at the Adult Swim Studios, I think. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I would love it for all you guys to see it. But at the same time, when I tell you the bare description of it, also keep in mind that uh, that is way vaguer than it actually is. Sure. Yeah. And I don't want you to go in with a wrong expectation. God damn it, that was hard. <laughs> no expectations here. Okay. <laughs> just to, just go in expecting weirdness, and then you'll be okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God, we're here. It's, we're finally here, guys. This is it. Fine. Oh, drum roll. I can't play drums. No. <laughs> Our number one films of 2022. Number one. Our number one. Number one. Jason, what is the best movie, horror movie, of 2022? Easy. The Monsters. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Whoa. I'm kidding. That's a joke. There's nothing real about that in any way. I'm so sorry. I, we're going to edit that out of context. <laughs> and God damn it. You would. Throw it all over the internet. It's going to be a soundbite. Yeah. All right. It's dash cam. I'm just kidding. I wanted, to see, Mike's knock it off. I wanted to see Mike's it off. face on that. That's maybe number one worst movie. Of yeah, you're already not friends anymore. You, you don't have to it. run Yeah, that's true, right? <laughs> since you guys are all fuckers. Um, so the mo- my favorite movie from last year, even more than Texas Chainsaw, <laughs> was it is a movie that I I haven't been on the edge of my seat in anticipation more than I was in this movie, I, I just, it fucking blew me away. It reeled me in and I just, I was so along for the ride. It just blew my fucking mind. It gave me goosebumps like I haven't felt watching a movie in a long time. And that movie is Nope. Sweet. Nice. Okay. Mm. It uh, nice. it just like... fucking. I loved it. I just, it was such a fun way to tell a movie about whatever it's about. If you haven't seen it, <laughs> <laughs> have you seen like some of the behind the scenes stuff? How they filmed the skies and stuff at a night? A little bit, but not. I haven't watched a lot. I don't. I need to. Is it? There, there's like one shot that's like from far away from the house. Yeah. 
that shows the lighting and it's just like how in the fuck did they do this <laughs> i just had to like they filmed some of the daytime scenes at night and yeah. used lighting to get like the weird skies i don't even i have to just send it to you you're gonna yeah. be like what the fuck but uh yeah so cool yeah man i was just i was i was i was the main character in this movie i was just like couldn't just all just just trying to fucking figure it out and and it was just so creepy and spooky and when you finally start seeing things you're just oh man it, it's fucking awesome he turned down uh black panther 2 for this wow nice good for him yeah yeah Yeah, exactly what i was thinking like you know take control of it like the money or what you want to do yeah good for him good for him can i make a weird observation yeah i feel like this is his jaws okay okay um because that whole stuff in the third act just so reminded me of jaws like you know you know putting the plan together to yep you know you know, take on this thing. Hope and, it works. Yeah. Uh, it's the three, the, and sort of see, the three of them. Yeah. Yeah. Getting yeah. to see the full execution of this, of this plan where it's almost, it almost turns into like more of an adventure story at that point. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, and then the, the camera guy, director, cinematographer is almost like sacrificing him. I'm not going to yeah. spoil anything. Yeah. I can see where you're going with this. That's cool. Yeah. Nope. You know, it's crazy. <laughs> like, it didn't dawn on me till right now that obviously Nope is your number one because it didn't show up anywhere on the list. And I'm like, I know he loves this movie. Yeah. So. yeah it was did you see it in theaters? I did not. Bummer. I'll be honest. I'm not sure I saw anything in the theater this year. The whole year? I don't think so. Oh, my. I didn't either. I, missed it. I mean, I yeah. get it. I could probably count on one hand how many movies i saw in the theater well like earlier when you said like you might be mike you might be biased because you saw like uh <laughs> barbarian in the theater and yeah it enhanced the experience i would say um the black phone might have made it on my list had i not seen it in theaters because of such a bad experience yeah. that sort of ruined oh, it for yeah. me so yeah. it can, it can, ways. It can. It, yeah nowadays yeah. fucking kids all right sorry Okay, so Black Phone isn't your number one, but what is your number one, Ted? <gasps> Dude, it's, it's been mentioned before. I've gushed about this. I think everybody, if you did process of elimination, I haven't uh, mentioned it yet. <laughs> it's Ty West Pearl. Nice. Uh, have I that too, yeah. just adored everything from the score. It, mm. it the cinematography is gorgeous. The performances mm. are cool. Like are, re- are really fantastic. Just the movie in general. Uh, like sort of Andy said, it's like something you would see on Turner Classic Movies, but it's yep. but it has not. murder and mayhem in it, <laughs> which I just love. Like the juxtaposition of yep. a beautiful old Hollywood style movie and murder and mayhem, and I just cannot get over the fact that this was the one that out of this and X that this was like made on the fly, like yeah. can you imagine a twenty four started seeing dailies on this and they're like, what is oh he this. Doing? D- you're right, like just the story behind it's really is is interesting, and to have two new films from Ty West in the same year, and I, I just love this one. Uh, obviously, it's my number one movie, but um, I just I hope this takes home something, you know, yeah. in, in award yeah. season, and if nothing else, some you know Spirit Independent Film Awards. But 
I felt like the performance of Mia Goth in this alone put it above X for me, but um, sure. I can understand why people would, it's just, it's sort of like, t- you know, take your pick on which of the two <laughs> you prefer. It's like, you, it, but it's cool that they're on two opposite ends of the spectrum. Like, can you think of two <laughs> follow-ups in a franchise that are so different yet somehow work together? I don't know, man. I, I adore this movie. Awesome. Excellent. Yes. All right. Andy, what do you think is the best movie of 2022? Uh, already been mentioned a couple of times. I'm going with Barbarian. Yay! Uh, just everything is, you know, it's just, it's almost turns into a mystery once you get further down, you know, into the, I guess, the catacombs of, of this house. And the more, and the more you figure it out, the more invested you become and just, and everything else that you guys have already touched on, it's just like Justin Long being a douchebag and just like and the way that the um it the uh the movie doesn't it's it has a linear storyline, of course, but you know, it just doesn't come across like that because like one minute you're in the house and then one minute you're just you're you're on the the west coast, you know you know, thousands of miles away from Michigan, you know, and you're in, uh, you're in with, uh, Justin Long in his car. And it was just like, okay, how does, how the right. hell is this going to tie you together? Right, throws you right in. <laughs> and it was so, I mean, you know, you're with that happening, you're just like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm even more invested at this point because I got to figure out how the hell that, how does this come together? Um, but, yeah, just like everything else you guys have have said. I mean, there's even more funny moments like, you know, the homeless guy says, oh, I've been out here 20 years and she's never come out. And then, boom, she crashes through the wall like Kool-Aid Man. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just, ah, God, it was it's such a good movie. Um, yeah, just, just down to everything. And I think I mentioned this on the podcast. It's just like, I think that uh, since they're both, I think it's set in Detroit, I believe. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I. I think this. This. Uh, I think her, this. This crazy. You know, feral woman down below there. Uh, they. They live. She lives on the same block as the. You know, the don't breathe guy. I can't remember his last name, but um, yeah, Detroit. Mm-hmm. Detroit. You know, in the slums of Detroit, it's a very horrible, horrible place where there's lots of. You know nasty sex dungeons and in, in basements but um, i feel like everyone gasped when the they showed the next morning outside the house you know mm-hmm. the first time oh, like, oh yeah shit, it was yeah Where the, oh fuck yeah, yeah. You definitely this. some uh, interesting commentary on the yeah. the whole detroit thing and uh you know the state of detroit and the decline of of uh you know neighborhoods and stuff like when you get to the flashback Segments. Oh yeah, and just how lush you know the mm-hmm. the lawns were, and yeah. everything was maintained. The yeah. contrast of that neighborhood now versus the past. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, great movie. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, what could possibly be <laughs> Dustin's number oh, I'm one? I'm so excited. <laughs> no, Let me ask him, Dustin. Is. What's your number you one movie? Him. My number one is Bones and All. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, Thank you. I oh, knew you pretty much about 15 minutes <laughs> yeah. in that this was going to be my number one. Um, 
man, does this this is a, a horror cannibal road movie. Oh, and yes. it's mm. it's so many things that I love mixed in together. And then you put in a an immaculate score from Trent Reznor that is so good. The music in this is so good. It makes it. Um, just the relationship between the two main characters, which I should add love story in there as well. It's, it's like a, this hybrid, you know, I've never seen anything like this before that is gory, that has this love story that, you know, it's on the road, they're traveling. (laughs) Um, like Tad said, the, the Sully character Academy Award worthy. Like this guy nails it out of the park. Like he is so good. Um, The trailer made it look really raw. What's that? The trailer made it look really raw. Yeah. I mean, well, it's really not. I think it's much more put together than, than that. I mean, it's, it's solid and it felt like it was kind of long you know, the running time, but I wanted more. I just wanted it to keep going. <laughs> um, the, every, every, every story, every subplot in it is good as, as far as I'm concerned. Um, it was, oh man, I, I, I don't want to give a, a whole lot away, but, um, I think that if you, I don't want to hype it up, but if, if you watch <laughs> this, I, if you, for those of you who haven't seen it, w- would definitely be on your list for sure. And it's uh, David Gordon Green's best movie this year. Oh, oh it's him. He, 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 no, he's in the movie. He oh, plays okay. a character. Okay. He acts in this for some reason. <laughs> yeah, he's an actor in this. I just sort of, you know, taking a swipe at Halloween Ends, even though I liked it. Yeah, but, uh, I always thought that was weird that he was in this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't want to spoil I don't want to spoil it. Interesting part. scene. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty bizarre but yeah um i would love to talk about it more sometime with you all because i think there's a lot of discussion to be had here about the characters and the people that they run into and uh you know it's just so solid i i could see this being up for an academy award if if they wanted to pursue it you know or submit Mm. it that's exciting yeah very cool very very cool you guys make me want to watch it now you should. Probably uh, should. I probably will. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so saving the best for last. Oh, whatever. Just quite literally, Lee Lee. Because this is the best movie of 2022. Here, <laughs> this is interesting. This movie has not been brought up at all in these two episodes it got an honorable mention from somebody so i think this is gonna be quite a shocker for everybody that this movie your made my number one for this year and that is a wounded fawn i really dug this a lot of it has to do with how it was shot it is such a throwback to 70s as far as the look and the feel of this movie. It's not a 70s movie. It doesn't take place in the 70s movie. I mean, there's cell phones and all that modern convenience. <clears throat> but uh, the way it's shot and, and um, like, the set dressings and everything, I mean, it's just a lot of, like, ugly browns and, and you know, those kind of colors as far as the color schemes go. Um, 
and but just the overall look of the cinematography of this movie and the way it was lit and everything. I mean, so if you haven't seen it, this, this, this um, woman goes on this you know date with this guy who turns out to be this serial killer, um, and then they end up going to his remote cabin in the woods, um, which is actually quite a nice, it's a nicer house than mine for it being, having to be a cabin in the woods anyway. Um, and so I love like all the stuff when they get out to the woods because the such unnatural 70s style shooting in the woods type of lighting that they did, it is so overblown shot against trees and it just it just has such a 70s aesthetic look to it and i think if i remember watching it right um they added some grain to it which is like okay whatever Mm -hmm. however you feel about that jason but uh but it was still subtle enough that i just feel like it added to the 70s feel of it but not to mention like both of the characters i mean it's a two two person film and they carry the movie excellently excellently and at one point it just turns into a film nothing but the serial killer where it's just following him around for the last half of the movie and it gets it gets kind of crazy and um some weird things happen some weird things he visions and stuff like that um when he's out in the woods and everything which is also just a really cool 70s aesthetic that makes me, you know, just flashes back to like crazy cult films from the 70s, like um, uh, uh, Race with the Devil, or uh, what's that, what's that one, what's that one um, British film we about cults that we really, really liked? Devil's. Devil's Reign. No, not Devil's Reign. Well, Devil's Reign, yes, that too, but anyway. Oh. Um, so I just I really 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 dug this movie and to give you full context of it, you know um, why I was able to catch up with so many movies over the past few weeks is I had a few nights of like total insomnia and you know would fall asleep for probably about a half an hour, wake up and was like well I can't just lay here anymore and I go downstairs and I put this on. I put this on. It's like I'll fall. Uh, I can fall asleep to this, right? Nope. And no, I was I was awake <laughs> through the whole goddamn thing at three o'clock in the morning. That's got to say something, especially for me. When I fall asleep at like you know eleven o'clock at night watching you know uh, that orphan movie, um, <laughs> <laughs> Orphan's First Kill. I forgot the name for a second. Orphan's First Kill. But yet at three o'clock in the morning. I can stay awake through this whole thing. That's that to me. That says a lot. So, if, if any of you guys haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. And I'm probably talking talking way up too much. Yeah, it uh, was shot on 16 millimeter. That explains it. So maybe the grain stuff wasn't. Um, yeah. It's real. Post. Yeah, it was real. Good. 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 I mean, it felt really good. It felt. You know, it didn't feel like it was some filter. Yeah, so yeah, Jason, I'm looking at you. I'm Check gonna it out. watch it. I think you would really dig it. I really do. Really cool, yeah. yeah. Thanks to I don't remember who in the, the attacker chat you brought it up, but uh, I'll admit, like some a lot of these, like this one, I watched simply because it's like 90 minutes, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. I can knock that out pretty quick, and 
it's less for some reason a 90 minute movie compared to uh even a hundred minute movie i'm like when you get those triple digits i'm like i really gotta commit to it now my brain is so weird like that but a 90 minute movie oh that's that's just real quick you know is it just me or maybe it just felt this way because i was getting to that point where i was looking for the you know, for the shorter ones, but it really felt like there wasn't like a lot of really heavy long movies. Not really, because no. even what, um, what was the one? It was like somebody's. I just I'm blanking on everything now. <laughs> um, oh yeah, Watcher. Watcher was was just barely an hour and a half. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's interesting. It just felt like a lot of movies. Uh, you know, got to the point. I really liked uh, Wounded Fawn, and it sort of, I sort of started getting a bit confused, like, towards the end, I think. I, I really liked it up to, there's a sort of a point where there's a twist after they get, you know, out there where he starts losing it, where I was like, maybe I'm, I'm just sort of losing my interest in it. I still enjoyed it, but it just, I, I sort of just wanted it to be what it was for the first, like, half so you didn't you didn't dig all the weird craziness that went on in the woods with him. It was okay, but I th- I felt like I was too dumb. I'm like, am I missing something? Like I yeah. I think he he himself basically became the victim within the statue. Okay. Of because basically the, those were like the three Greek gods in his mind, you know, because as he was slowly losing his head, and because like. Basically, he became the victim within the statue, and that—that's well, what I derive from it. Well, so. thank you, Andy, because I, like I said, I was like, "What is happening?" Yeah, I get it. It can be, it can be confusing, but it, uh, to me, it was just part of the wild, wild ride. Um, oh, and the very, very end, like we're talking credit sequence, like that was awesome. I yes, dug that too. That was good. Yeah. Him squirming <laughs> for about three or four minutes. Well, I was yeah. gonna say it, but yeah, yeah, that was. I thought I loved it. Never have I enjoyed credits <laughs> like that. It's kind of like they yeah, took the scene from Evil Dead, where a- Evil Dead Two, where Ash is like losing it, and then they just made that the whole third act of their movie. <laughs> yeah, 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 I, I can really see was. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it was already unhinged, so it's like. Is this reality or is this all just in his head, right? I mean, the whole the whole third act. But we know right out of the gate there's something there's something not right because his motivations for his kills is all based on what he thinks is an outside source. So yeah, yeah, I dug it. I want to watch it again. And it's um, what's that guy's name? Um, Josh Josh Rubin. Yes, yeah. thank you. And I'm, he was I'm, in Scare Me. Yep, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm becoming quite the fan of him of late. Yeah, I yeah. think he's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's it, wow. guys. Wow. Yeah. Do we want to recap? Yeah, do it quick. I'll try. So top tens, starting with Jason. Ten, Hatching. Nine, Glorious. Eight, Pearl. Seven, X. Six, Northman. Five, Prey. Four, Watcher. Three, Hellraiser. Two, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and one, Nope. Uh, Tad, number 10, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Number nine, Nope. Number eight, Hatching. Number seven, The Sadness. Number six, Christmas, Bloody Christmas. Number five, X. Number four, 
prey. Number three, barbarian. Number two, bones and all. And number one, pearl. For Andy, we had black phone at number 10, smile not at nine, eight, pearl, seven, glorious, six, the sadness, five, hatching, four, X, three, Christmas, bloody Christmas, pray at number two, and number one, barbarian. Dustin, we had mad God at number 10, smile at nine, eight was pray, seven, the sadness, six, Halloween ends, Five, Barbarian. Four, Fresh. Three, Black Phone. Three, Orphan, First Kill. And number one, Bones and All. And then me, the proper list. Number ten, Nope. Number nine, Terrifier 2. Number eight, The Sadness. Number seven, Black Phone. Number six, Glorious. Five was Prey. Four, VHS 99. Three, Barbarian. Number two, The Fireplace, a.k.a. Adult Swim, Yule Log. And number one, A Wounded Fawn. Woo! Yeah. What a list. What a list indeed. And what a year. And that's it. Kind of sad that uh, (laughs) this is over. No more marathoning movies. No more it doesn't have to stop. No you don't feel done. guilty watching something that's not horror. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> not getting to hang out with Dustin for another year. Oh, boo. <laughs> All right. Well, that is our lists. But what do you guys have to say? We're going to find out here in a minute because we do have some shout outs happening. But real quick, we're going to take a break. And listen to a promo for the PFPN, our very own podcast network, the Prescribed Films Podcast Network. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. Welcome back. So normally we don't do segments for our year-enders, but like I said, before the break, we are going to do shout-outs because we can't go without hearing what your guys' favorite movies of 2022 is. So here is Jason with shout-outs. It's time for shout-outs. All right, so we're on Facebook. We got Lisa from the Bad Movie Bunny Podcast. She says, nope, hands down. (laughs) Good choice, Lisa. I knew she was cool. Up next, we got Dave Thomas. He says, no, Mike, I saw you lean towards the microphone. It's not that one. He's the Baconator. (laughs) (laughs) Now I want Wendy. Dave says, nope was great. Pearl was terrific. And Andrew Cummings' Neolithic survival slasher, The Origin, was downright brilliant. Whoa. Yeah, that's... Uh, I didn't know I even heard of that one. I didn't even come up. Oh. 
Oh, our pal Brian Clark. Here we go. He said it's only three movies he lists. Nope. Barbarian and something in the dirt. Oh, nice. Some yeah. somebody else brought that up in honorable mentions, didn't they? I did because I saw it on his uh, shout outs and I was like, I gotta check that <laughs> Better out. Better check that out. <laughs> and he was right. Tim Lenner says the pandemic being what it is, I didn't get out to the movies much this year, but Nope was really enjoyable. Yay. I got a real Quatermass conclusion vibe from it. Also, special credit to Sam Raimi, who proved that even the House of Mouse couldn't sand all the corners and edges off of one of his movies. That was the Disney story that Tad told us. House of Mouse, Disney. Mm-hmm. Chad Larkin is Whoa. new to our yeah. page. Dude, I went to school with. Awesome. Yeah, well, you did. You need to do a better job of explaining what your podcast is about. Because Chad says, <laughs> Top Gun Maverick, hands down. <laughs> <laughs> nope, that's just Chad. Oh, okay. Uh, yes, thanks, Chad. Uh, it was... Awesome. Thanks, Chad. All right. You're actually listening. <laughs> and then uh, Jacob McLaughlin says, Nope is by far my favorite, probably my favorite movie of Jordan Peele so far. It hasn't left my mind since I first saw it. Mad God is one of the most incredible and staggering achievements yes. in animation that I have yeah. ever seen. Phil Tippett is an absolute madman. Yeah. Barbarian was just a damn fun time. And Crimes of the Future is more horror-adjacent, oh, yeah. but it was quite the return from David Cronenberg. I noticed that wasn't on any lists. I didn't oh. get to see it, but uh, you all mumble about it every time it comes up, like, oh, <laughs> wish it was better. <laughs> yeah. thought it was. Uh, <laughs> did you guys not like it? I okay. couldn't finish it, so. Yeah. And then lastly, over on Twitter, we got The Amateur Destroyer. At Amateur Destroya says, he made a nice list here. He says, Pearl, Prey, The Innocence. Did you guys see that? Anybody? Mm-hmm. No. I think uh, Dustin did. Remember that one? The Innocence. The Innocence. I don't. About innocence. kids with like superpowers or something. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That was less, that was less of a horror movie. Um, It probably might have made my list, but it's just. I don't know. It didn't feel like a horror movie to me. Yeah. Uh, he also says Terrifier 2, What Josiah right. Saw. That's not even on our list. No. So I don't know what the hell that is. Uh, Hellbender. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So those are, some, those are some of his, of his tops. He really enjoyed Glorious, Barbarian, Yay. Shut In, and Nope. Lots of good stuff this year. Well, thanks, Amateur Destroya from Bull Mountain, Oregon. Um, and if you want to leave your voicemail and get on the show still, you can give us a call at 415-952-6857. That's 415-95-AOTKP. Send us in a voicemail. We'll put you on the show in this segment right here. Or not. Whatever. I can edit that. That's cool. But uh, that's <laughs> shout-outs. <laughs> oh. So there you have it, folks. Oh, we did you know it. why Jason always sounds good on these shows? Because he is the editor. All right. <laughs> That's right. We did it. Woo. See you guys Top next tens. year. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. We get a break true. now. This is great. I know. 
We do. I mean, you still have to edit these. I know. But. <laughs> So there you have it, folks. That's 2022. All tied up in a nice little bow for you. Hopefully you guys got some cool uh, suggestions of some movies to watch um, as we now start working on our list for 2023. But uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. Thanks, Thanks to all the attackers out there that are awesome. Yep. And supporting the show. Tell your friends. Jointheattackers.com. Very special thanks to our pal Dustin for Dustin! joining us again. Yay. Happy to be here. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, fun? I always have fun. I know. Come on. Yeah. So thanks for listening, everybody, and we will talk to you on the next episode of Attack of the Killer Podcast. Oh no, could this be the end of? <laughs> Attack of the Killer Podcast.